Hello, wonderful people of the world, and welcome to season three of Go Out and Talk to Strangers. This is Adi. I'm a nomadic architect and the founder of the new movement, an architectural design studio that designs one of a kind, innovative, and creative projects worldwide, using the built environment as a tool to help people thrive. During my world travels, I am constantly meeting incredible people people who are reshaping the way we live, work, and connect. The reason I started this show is because I want to highlight the ones who are leading the way. This is the place where I host thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and founders of unique projects to share their stories and insights. I want to invite you to be part of the change. If you're looking for something bigger than yourself, if you also feel that we can do better and, san- and standard is simply not good enough, you're in the right place. I hope you'll enjoy today's episode. And I'm very excited to welcome to the show, Kevin Legoff. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Eddie. Thank you for the invite. Thank you for joining us today. I'm very excited to have you here. Same, actually, you know, based in, in Brittany, so making connection worldwide. It's pretty cool. That's pretty incredible. Wonders of internet, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Kevin, and then we're going to just dive into this beautiful topics that we have today. Um, so Kevin is the founder of Swenson House and also his current project is Coast Barn and Coastline Creative Club in France. It's very, very interesting. We're going to tell you all about it in a minute. He's actively focusing on hospitality projects and new platforms that gather passionate people. He's interested in projects that are enabling individuals to spend time together and build communities. And I just want to start by quoting something that I really liked uh, from your website. Let's build a place for new generations of creatives who approach work in a completely different way. Yes, that's let's true. do that. <laughs> that that's actually like 2022. <laughs> so that's a perfect timing. Yeah, It is. Yeah. So uh, I heard about Spencer House from so many different people. So why don't we start with that? And how did you start that? And I know it's not... Um, active at the moment no but uh, th- actually you know it's part of the story and everything that that uh, that I I built after that so Swenson was uh, actually my second company uh, I, I was into like an, an online uh, marketplace uh, before before Swenson uh, what I started in like 20, 2012 something like that and then uh, from this first like experience into entrepreneurship this is how we started thinking about Swenson and uh, and actually when we we started Swenson at, at first it was not a place it was a book you know uh, a printed magazine um, to highlight like passionate stories uh, and, and inspiring stories of passionate people actually that was the claim you know so so we, we gathered a community around this magazine and we we thought that okay we have, we have passionate people we have a new way of work like people are building stuff uh, in, in a new way you know out of big, big cities and, and that was the beginning of those two words like passion and and inspiring you know so so we were like okay we have we have we have a trend coming up and we should actually think about building something around that and and what we actually loved was 
gathering people. So we were like, okay, let's let's build a place for them. You know, so this is how we ended up like creating the Swenson House, and that was in 2015. So when we started, um, we we started in Brittany, which is the west side, like of, of France, uh, the closest part of France to New York. So. <laughs> It's a nice way of saying that. Exactly, exactly. That that's uh, at the edge, you know, as we say it, um, and and we we built this first place, which was not actually a, a co-working space. Or it was more like a an, a creative residency, uh, you know, with with content offices and, and 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 retreats and stuff like that. We did didn't have the yes, sorry. Yeah, no. I just I want to ask a question because. It is very interesting. So you started with a magazine and then you did that for a while yeah. and you established, I guess, the community. Were there uh, an online community as well? Or did you add some meetups before that? No, actually, that, that was we, we were far away from this kind of model. Uh, you know, the, the only thing we had was like friends living the, the same life as we were uh, having in, in uh, in, in Brittany. So we were just like, okay, you guys have a company in Paris, for example, and, and you're going to the ocean every weekend. And uh, you're actually, actually working in the same ecosystem as, as we do. So how can we spend more time on the coast, uh, bring value to the coast? You know, uh, I mean, in each country, you will have like big cities and then like smaller cities where, you know, the the, the, the economics is not doing like that well. So you like, how can we bring more like creative people to the, to the, the, the countryside actually. And, and we were like, okay, let's, let's just build a place, uh, and stop events and, and, and stuff like that, you know, right, right on like be, be, um, between four walls, you know? So <clears throat> that was the, that was the first step. We, we were not actually like producing event online event or, or online community at first. What we call the community was just people buying the magazine, you know, and interacting with us on Instagram <laughs> and stuff like that. But that was the, the beginning of the community. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Okay. And then you picked the location. And then we picked the, lo the location. Exactly. So that was in Brittany uh, with the first Swenson house. And then we opened like two other houses, one in Portugal and one in, in Spain. Um, and then we were just like creating events around those houses. And, um, and the story like ended up in uh, 2020, you know, end, end of the year, uh, for a simple reason that we, we all know, but uh, actually that was part of the reason, you know, the, the, the COVID and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, because because we, we, could, uh, we could have invested like money in the company to keep going and stuff like that, but uh, we were a bit tired actually about uh, uh, you know the, the past two years we had and uh, and that's why I choose like to just stop for the moment maybe come back you know later and uh, and also you know when you're gathering a community you have to spend a lot of time with this community and with those people so I was like dedicating all my life to Swenson you know like every day every weekend because people are coming over they actually want to see you, you know, when they come to the Swenson house, they, they want to spend time with you, sure. with the, the person that that is actually hosting the place, you know, hosting the people in the place. So 
I tried to, you know, Spain and Portugal was different, actually. You know, people were not living the same experience as in Brittany. I was living close to the Swenson House, so that I was really part of the Swenson House. And, uh, and yeah, that was a lot of investment, like, you know, spending a lot of time. So I decided just to stop and I was like, I, I love this brand so much. So I, I will probably come back with the brand some days. I don't know when, but. You know, it had quite a legendary reputation. I've heard a few people, even when I was researching for the first season of this podcast, I heard people say, oh, you should definitely, uh, you know, host this guy from Swenson House. So what was, what was it about that place that people felt drawn to? In your opinion, that that's a good question. I think you know the the what we could say about Swenson and that could work for anybody looking to open a place. It's actually like the it's not actually the place. It's what you put inside. Uh, you know the content, uh, the people you gather. It's very important. Mm -hmm. You know sometimes you you have to make choice choices. You know like to make sure that you you've got the like minded people you're looking for. And, uh, and that's a lot of energy, like, you know, to, to match people, like make sure that when you do a retreat, you don't just accept someone that's going to pay like a thousand euro to spend two days or three days for a retreat. I don't know. It's, it's more than that, you know, it's, it's, and, and sometimes mm -hmm. you hear about projects like that, you know, like, oh, we did a retreat and we had like 10 people, but I don't know, like it was not working that well, but because you didn't do the work, like, uh, of identifying the people who were coming and and you have to spend a lot of time on that you know so that's networking that's actually spending time with people make sure that when you're going to build an event or when you're going to gather them they're going to be with the right people and i th i think it's one of the secrets so you know it's like making sure that all the people that are in house are you you are, you are actually the algorithm of the place you see what i mean <laughs> yeah the curator yeah yeah it's curator and uh and and uh, like um handmade uh, algorithm that's the thing yeah yes yeah it is very interesting i think it's easiest i guess when we're starting with a group of friends or so you know a group of people community that had that shared passion for the ocean and for creativity and for entrepreneurship But when, I guess, when someone starts in a place where they're not familiar with, where they don't have the community, it's, you have to create the right invitation exactly. to draw the like-minded people. And it seems that you have a big emphasis on the ocean. Were all of the locations by the ocean? Uh, yes. Uh, actually, we were looking, you know, after, after that, on, on the plan, we were looking to open, you know, maybe in the mountains or something like that. But... Uh, Actually, all our network was related to the to the ocean, so that was um, to make sure so that we we could like uh, build the experience on our own, you know. So th that's why we we actually gather uh, gathered people on the ocean, and um, you know we we passionate about it, we actually care about it. So and we truly believe that it's it's a real tool to to be like more creative. Mm. Well, tell me more about that, like nature and flow states and surfing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that. Exactly. Uh, actually, you know, like the 
the the power of the ocean like when you go on the coast we all have this situation you know like you stand on the on the edge standing at at the ocean looking at the ocean and you've got like this infinite like view you know when you are in a room you always have something to look at and then it's like a it's like a wall you know you're gonna look at at an object or something like that and are your problems or whatever there is something always something around you you know yeah when you when you work in front front when i say in front of the ocean it's really in front of the ocean like if you look in front of you and you've got this infinite view all your problems and all your stuff is at the back you know seriously and that, so so you can only like mm. you feel like more comfortable and more you've, you've got like more tranquility also and uh, you know living at the end sometimes I, w- I was saying that to my friends but you feel like things and problems and compli- like uh, complicated stuff cannot come to the edge you know you are, you are at the edge so you, you can see them coming you know and, and you feel like very comfortable about that and and that's a that's a feeling uh, we had on the coast you know yeah 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 uh, i i just love the fact that you said that you know wh- one of the things that i do i tra- i travel a lot and those spaces that have that quality you know like viewpoints and um by the coast so apparently i went into the science because it is interesting and if you look at it from a neuroscience perspective and cognitive psychology perspective the places that we're in shape the way we think yeah so the height of the ceiling can affect the quality of your thoughts and also uh, what we say your optic field whatever you're looking at whether it's very distant or very close can also affect the quality of your thoughts and the way that you think about things so it's not a it's not a surprise that we're we feel in our body drawn to those places where our mind is more free and we can dream bigger and we can you know come up with new solutions to things yeah i think it's just wonderful that you already identify it i needed to find the science behind it because i that's the kind of geek i am but (laughs) (laughs) i think it's very interesting when we just know those tools and then how can we use that in a way that supports our work that supports our creative ambitions and and so on so this is just wonderful yeah, and, and actually, you know, I was in Paris like uh, yesterday for a few days, and I was saying to a friend, I was, I, I, I cannot like believe like how how people can actually be productive, be creative, like in a space where you you kind of stuck into something, you know, and and that I mean, I'm not saying that they are not creative, but I'm saying that it must be like so much more complicated it's a it's a it's a bigger exercise you know like to to keep going and to to keep great yeah you have to overcome that right there is this uh, romantic idea of developing your startup from a garage that's actually one of the worst places to develop ideas from exactly (laughs) you know exactly you're right it's it's only nice in the movies yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) no no that's true that's true Mm -hmm. so the connection with nature and i guess you also surf being so close to the ocean yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I do because I, I live there and I, I'm, I, I mean, I love the relationship uh, and the fact that actually, as I said right before, you know, you are in a space where you can just like leave all the stuff at home uh, and you don't need to think about, you know, and actually you cannot think. And that's a, you, you, you just like empty when you go in the water. That's, that's what 
I, I like I'm not a big surfer you know I, I surf like almost every day but uh, I'm, a, I'm more like a, a chill you know chill out surfer like <laughs> so so <laughs> but yeah yeah actually yeah. I need it you know? yeah it is about the mindset I unfortunately I don't surf but I do other activities that help us to access uh, flow states yeah. and you know back in the days I heard uh, someone once telling that an anthropologist he said that back in the days in in Hawaii the way they would choose uh, their next king was also related to how you surf because if you have the ability just like you said to be empty and to be one with nature and to identify all those you know small currents and just be one with nature that would also make you a better leader because you have that mindfulness and that approach to to become a better decision maker when it comes to to bigger issues i think we yeah. should all you know nowadays if the prime minister of israel or france or any other country would be a surfer i think that will benefit at all, us all <laughs> As well. You're right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually. Okay, but we, we're very much off topic, and I do want to talk to you more about your uh, frameworks. So you're also doing mentorship for people who are looking to start their own project, and I, I would love us to tap into that. Yeah. So it all started because what people just reached out to you and asked for your experience. I would say like two stuff. So so we sh we shut down Swenson. Uh, I opened like another places called Coastbound, which is a, a coffee shop, garage, motorcycle stuff. And uh, so that was another place. Uh, then at this time, I didn't realize that I was into like building places. You know, I was just like, oh, I started a new brand, like a new concept. We were, we were just into like a new, a new company, not a new place. Uh, and I didn't realize that I was actually building places since 10 years. But that's another story. And and. And from from that, uh, I was like, okay, we we have this new place, Cosbarn, <laughs> at Swenson. I had this new idea about creating like kind of co-living for a small community, which is, you know, my friends and stuff like that on the coast. So I was working back on that, and uh, I thought that okay, let's let's do like kind of a startup studio for hospitality and future of work. You know, that's how the project uh, of Coastline Creative Club was born. And also because in the past like 18 months, I, I met a lot of people, uh, especially through the COVID also, because a lot of people realized that they were stuck in a city, um, starting to make a little bit of money. You know, they are like 35, 40 years old. They've got a cool job, uh, starting to have a family. And they were like, okay, maybe we can actually, we, we, we gave us the opportunity to work remotely. Uh, and on the other hand, uh, for the price of an apartment in Paris, I can have a big house in, you know, on the coast or on the countryside or whatever. So people started to be like, as they are also entrepreneurs, they're like, okay, if we get a house, we can maybe like build a business on that, you know, like living around the house and, and also like start uh, making a business uh, on this. So uh, this is actually the first stories I got was from people looking to change their life and to, you know, build a project on their passion. You know, some of them are actually surfers, so they're looking to open a place close to the ocean. Some others are passionate about cars or passionate about art, you know, and all the time it's actually a place related to their passion. You know, so, so they've got the passion, they've got the place, 
but at the end they're like okay how can we actually this is hospitality but they don't they don't know like how to manage that you know it's a it's actually a, like a, a, a job um and 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 when they <laughs> It's a yeah, yeah, and and, and <laughs> when they get into it, they're like, okay, so we we need help. So so the, this is how how I started like uh, to share like my experiences of Swenson, Cosbarn, and and actually like also like plug my network to those people, you know, to help them out. No, I think I think it's wonderful that you're helping others also to gather people because you know the one thing that we all felt during the pandemic is how alone we are in our yeah, little yeah. apartments and or even being in a rural location. Even if you are close to nature, you seek people, you seek community and you want to exchange ideas. And I think to be able to help people do that, that's amazing. What would you say that are the most common questions that people have or the most common topics that they're struggling with when they're starting something like this? Actually, you know, so, so at the beginning, the first questions you can have are related to the place, to the building, you know, the, the, the first step are really into, um, okay, we need to find a place, we need to buy a place, we need to get an architect uh, to, to renew the place. But right before that, you know, what they sometimes um, underestimate is uh, the power of the brand and the power of the community and the power of the mission of the place you know so so having a place like buying a place everybody can can do it actually you know you, you through debt or through your own money or whatever you know it's not the the complicated part of buying a place uh, the the thing is actually how you're gonna bring people to this place once once you you have it you know and, and you see too many stories of, of people investing a lot of money or even not that much but investing all their time into the place and at the end they're like okay we have like a 30% you know uh, occupancy rate or whatever and, and and because they missed out the part of and the power of the brand the power of the concept and the community so first thing first is you know write the story of the place like what do you want to share uh, why people are going to come at, at your spot and and why are you the right person to go to and to to meet with actually and um, and that's the first you know the the the, the first thing we should uh, all go through because the question are too much too, too much time are, are related to the you know to the building but that's actually the the last part almost i have to disagree a little because sometimes i feel You know, as an architect, I do feel that the buildings uh, should support the story. Of course, you have to start with your story, but sometimes you can pick the wrong space or the lo not the wrong, but a location that is not supporting your story or a building that it actually uh, make it harder for people to interact with each other or they don't have enough privacy, which is another issue that we see a lot in co-living and in hospitality. So it is, yeah, yeah I think... You have to to think about it from all different perspectives. But but this is actually you know what what you do uh, uh, to build up the story or to translate the the initial story. This is the the the, the power of an architect actually. Absolutely. And, and to to make sure that what what I'm saying is 
it's not that okay the building is not important but i saw like so many projects that were actually not working uh, you know that they, they, they want to build a house by themselves or with friends or whatever like they, they they're actually scared about like hiring an architect but what they don't understand is like you know it's part of the of building the story because the, the architect is going to translate the way they actually think about gathering people and they're going to be like okay maybe you, you want to make big dinner but also you're going to have people working during the day so the table and the space must be like this like that and this is your translation of the story and the power of, a, of an architect is to actually translate the, the vision you know so that that's super important yeah yes 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 absolutely yeah but it is i have to relate to something that you said you know it's not about how much money you spend no some of the best places i've been to are you know they're cabins in mexico yeah. or you know it's it's not about how much money you spend it's more about the intention the purpose the values and then also about some magical ingredient that are more directed to your subconscious than your conscious mind and this is where you know neuroscience and cognitive psychology and all of that can help us create the right invitation within the space using those different components that we can use as building blocks to to help people gather in a certain way, think a certain way, or create a certain way. Exactly. But yeah, it's not about the budget. No, definitely. I feel like there are so many topics I want to cover with you. Okay, so get the story straight. Understand the community. It sounds like the kind of projects that are coming to you are people who are doing something that is very close to their heart and very personal. It's not that kind of business where you build it and then you hire a manager and you'll go to live somewhere else. These are people that are actually envisioning themselves living nearby and being part of that place life, correct? Yeah, exactly. Uh, actually, you know, we have two, two opposite things, you know, actually the, the community and the, 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 the life project you can have related to this and also like the, the scalability. Mm -hmm. This this is something we talk a lot about is how can you actually like scale your business uh, or not. Maybe some, some, some people are not looking to scale business, but that that's the complicated part when you are actually looking to build a business related to passion, related to yourself, you know, as you, you're going to be the, the host and also the brand of the, the place. Um, and when you want to scale and open another one and maybe a third one, like uh, how do you build the project around yourself but at the same times you know um, uh, where you can actually step back and and let the spot to someone else that that's a big question uh, we have like few answers on that but actually also it's a it's to make sure that uh, you ask yourself the right question from the beginning you know like do you want to be the one that that's going to be there like every day or almost and uh, Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, if people are going to come to see you or actually, you know, to know that you're going to be around. We had a discussion with someone uh, is a, an, an hospitality founder of a super, super hotel in a, around Paris called uh, Le Barn. And uh, I, I asked him, you know, like, how, how would it be like if you were not here, like, uh, you know, the, the, during the weekend or whatever? He was like, no, it's not, it's not going to be the same because people are also coming to, you know, to see him or to, to actually 
uh, cross him in in the yeah. in the place so that's a that's some question you need to ask yourself like uh, how how much of yourself do you want to invest in uh, in the project yeah can your business continue without you that's a very entrepreneurial question yeah yeah exactly how how was it with swenson when you opened the different location because it does sound very similar to what you just described yeah yeah actually as I, as i said you know swenson in brittany was i was part of it and uh, and people were coming over to to spend time with us which in portugal was different you know it was more like companies company retreats uh, they they were not living the experience the same way but we didn't have uh, that much time to invest on uh, on the host actually you know i was looking to to make sure that the portugal was 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 empowered by by the host you, we we opened like a year right before we we closed and we shut down so that was a bit short but at the end i wanted like to have one person that was you know the 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 person of uh, the Swenson house in portugal the heart of the place yeah, yeah. exactly and uh, but i think you need to have like the yeah as you said the, the heart of the place that's super important mm -hmm. where was it in portugal may i ask Uh, it was actually like uh, close to Lisbon, like 45 minutes uh, from Lisbon. Mm -hmm. uh, and and, and the, what we realized was that we had, people were coming to the Swenson House in Brittany first and then experiencing the others, mm -hmm. but never on the other, on the other <laughs> way. That was funny. Like, like the, the flagship, actually the flagship was in Brittany. So that, you know, all the events, all the the. the the like-minded peers that you could meet. We were doing like a lot of talks um, uh, and with some very inspiring people. So people were just like coming to Brittany and then visit like other places. That sounds amazing. What's inspiring for you? That's a, that's a very good question. Uh, right? <laughs> One of my friends asked me that on Instagram last week and I told her, I'm going to ask people that. Yeah. That's a great question. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm inspired by, you know, I, uh, I have this like simple uh, claim saying like, you know, the, the doing things club, it's uh, like a club of people doing things. And I, actually, I, I, I love like uh, any stories about people starting something like, you know, the, the, the famous like from zero to one is pretty inspiring for me, whatever you do, like. I've got people like in music industry, I've got people in art, um, I mean friends, sorry, I've got friends in art, friends in, in music industry, uh, also entrepreneurs. What I like is, and what inspired me is just, you know, starting something. Uh, and all, all those stories about people that are able to stop their life and start a new one and, you know, everything in the same bucket and and just just do things you know that that's uh that's what i like i'm i'm kind of i can be bored about and and bored and scared actually i'm scared about you know that sim like simple line and uh and and daily daily recurring stuff <laughs> super scared about that yeah that makes the both of us I think it's something that has to do with creativity because we need 
you know, not knowing what next month is going to look like means that anything can happen. Exactly. And I can, I, I loved your answer and I feel very close to what you just said. Uh, one of the reasons I'm doing this show is to highlight people who are doing things differently. You know, that's something that is common for people who are traveling the world. You get to see so many different kinds of life, so many different kinds of businesses. So there is not one correct answer. Exactly. Other than the way we were raised where you just look at it, it's like, oh, you have to get that job and then to get married and then to have three kids and a dog and a mortgage and then you pay to the bank and yeah. then you die. And it's like, no, oh, that, that, no, can't, no. that can't be life. Exactly. <laughs> you know, have you heard yeah. about, I don't know how to say that in English, but uh, when I shut down Swenson, I had this uh, personal, um, um, how do you how do you say, like a, like a coach, you know, someone that is actually uh, uh, yeah. helping you to understand things about like professional life or whatever. And he gave me this exercise of it's, it's a, like a, a, a paper with squares and you've got like uh, uh, 52 squares on ni 90 lines, you know. So you have to just make sure that, uh, for example, if you're 25 years old, you're going to uh, uh, write into like a, uh, 52 squares into 25 lines and then you have a, actually a visual of your life Nin 90 lines is actually 90 years so wow. so then you can have a, a, a visual of uh, how many years you actually burn so so you're like <laughs> definitely after that you you realize that you you don't want to spend a day like the others you know so you, you you feel like uh, I, I, you know it's a countdown so Let's do things, you know? It is. Yeah. It is. And we have to find our motivation from yeah. within and not from outside. Uh, another episode of this season is going to be my friend Rosalind Palmer. She's a, she's a coach and we're talking exactly about that. What is success and why do we need something big to happen in our lives in order to change yeah. to, from what we think we should be doing to what we actually want to be doing? And I love that exercise. It's very... It's very yeah. real, eh? It's very visual when you see that exactly. on paper. Just you can't escape that. And, and you know, this is also like one thing. But what I realized, you know, when I was in Paris, when I started into entrepreneurship, I was into the startup scene, and and for me, like uh, uh, inspiring people were people that were succeeding into building a company and stuff like that. And then I moved to Brittany, and I started the Swenson magazine about highlighting like inspiring stories. And at the beginning, the first Swenson magazine was just about, you know, people like building a company, selling the company, making millions or whatever. And then when I moved to Brittany, I was spending time, you know, at night, like having beers with friends and, and friends of friends. And then you start to talk about their story. And some of them, like, they can be like fishermen, uh, uh, I don't know, like, uh, you know, working in, in, a, in a garage or whatever, like passionate about cars and stuff. And they actually had like, like inspiring stories that were like 10 times what I heard or what I met, you know, in the past years. And I was like, this is actually what inspired me, you know, like people doing things. Can I ask you to share one? Can you share a story that uh, stayed with you? Uh, actually, you know, so I'm, I'm for example, I'm passionate about, about old cars and I've got, uh, I was looking, I had a, I had an issue with my car, uh, was years ago and I went to this uh, 
to this to this workshop and and the guy was i don't know he, he's like maybe seven, 70 years old you know something like that and uh, very local and uh, and he was looking at my car we started to talk i was like just just grab a beer and and we are gonna have a talk about the car he was like mm -hmm. telling me the story about it and uh and then he started to i don't know like start started talking about his life and then i realized that he has like tons of projects and it was just about the car you know like about cars sorry and and you know telling me like a lot of stories and then Months later, I came back to the garage and he was sharing also like stories and stories and always very inspiring guy, you know, like uh, he, he kept doing things he wanted to do, like, uh, you know, came from the bottom, wanted to work on cars, then wanted to work on on old cars. And uh, and he knows like everything, you know, like even the smallest piece of a car, whatever picture you can show him on, on, on your phone is going to tell you. Uh, he's an, like a like a bigger encyclopedia, you know. I don't know how you say that in English, but uh, um, it, expert, it's, it's crazy. specialist, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I don't know French, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is wonderful when someone is diving deep into their passion. It is very common yeah. in Japan when you see crafts. You know, it's just mind blowing to see someone devoting themselves to something and and mastering it. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah, and and actually like. You know they they, they they believe so much in a in 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 what they made for uh, and, and in what they, they they were born for you know that they they're just gonna do it you know and to make sure that and they're not scared about uh, you know jump i mean to jump into a life uh, at 25 years old and to be there for like 20 years and 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 do that you know every day same thing no they, they've got a goal mm -hmm. and actually they're gonna reach it you yeah know? And and that's uh, and, and they, they actually they're doing the same thing as the the people that were raising monies and and building startups in Paris, but in a in a you actually realize that they're using a, a different way. But the the result the result is is very powerful. You know. Mm. So, Thank you for sharing that. Okay, so we we are almost coming to an end, and if you have. Uh, any like final words of advice for someone who's looking to start a project? What would that be? If you have to give them one thing that not to forget, what would that be? Uh, that, actually, you know, we, we talk about, but I, I truly believe that the uh, if if we're talking about a project related to hospitality, which is my uh, my expertise, but I, I would say definitely think about the people who. Who you're gonna spend time with, you know, like, and and, and spend spend a lot of time on that uh, at first, and then you're gonna have the the right space actually, you know, uh, even in your research when you're researching for a space uh, and a place, uh, when you know who you do for who you're doing that, then it's gonna be so much easier. Uh, but but yeah, spend spend time on the people who're gonna push the door, you know. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, again, so I, I want to thank you again for being my guest and I'll make sure to share the links that 
to your website and to your Instagram. So anyone want to connect with you, please go ahead and do that. Kevin, just from being uh, LinkedIn friends, I already feel like I want to learn French because he's posting all those really cool podcasts uh, in France. And I'm just like, yeah, I have to study this language at some point to be able to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Super cool. Uh, and before we go, there is one uh, last question that I ask all my guests, and it is called the wild napkin. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, uh, you go into a bar yeah. and you have a couple of drinks and your mind is really free. And all of a sudden you have the craziest idea, but all you have is a napkin. So you write it down. What does it say? Um, um, I, I would say like empower coastline, you know, bring more people to the coastline. That would be my target. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I would do whatever is possible. Amazing. How? 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 I, no, I, actually, <laughs> people building projects on countrysides or coastlines empower the, 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 the city. You know, it's going to empower the city and make it's actually like building a brand. And we all know that a brand is going to gather people or bring people over. So then people can discover a place. And when they discover a place, they can fall in love of, you know, with the place and the city. And, and you see like so many cities that are really, really beautiful, but that needs like more creative people coming over. We need to actually, uh, yeah, uh, uh, empower those cities. So I truly believe in the power of remote work, of this new generation, of the post COVID stuff. Um, And people realize that they can actually like uh, contribute to a new way of, you know, work and, and also like uh, em empower like countrysides and stuff like that. Thank you. So in a way, distributing the wealth, not only the actual wealth money, but also the, the money of, well, not money, the, um, the people. Yeah. The, the power of people, yeah. The, the power of people, but actually you, you are talking about the money and, and that's, a, that's a real topic. You, you will spend, I mean, when you, for example, when you come to Brittany, uh, you, you come also, you, you, you have a local culture. You cannot, uh, you, so you, you're consuming differently. You, 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 might, you can have like very ambitious project or whatever, or build like something completely crazy, but locally you're going to consume like as a local. It doesn't work in another way, you know, yeah. you're not going to change that culturally. It's not going to work. So you have to, you know, to take that with you. And, and I think it's a very good point for whatever topic it is, you know, when we're talking about like positive, positive impact and stuff like that, um, you don't have the choice, you know, when you go on the countryside, you, you don't have, like, as we said, you not you don't have the walls that can protect you, you know? You, you you don't have the excuses to not do it so it's uh it's very powerful i think yes okay yeah i see we can go on for hours but we're we have, yeah, yeah, we have to wrap definitely. up though if we want to keep this under an hour definitely. so kevin thank you again for being my guest i loved our conversation thank you adi thanks for the invite thank you very much thanks for anyone who joined us today and until the next time go out and talk to strangers have a beautiful day
Hi again. I hope you liked today's episode. If you learned something new, make sure to pay it forward and share it with someone in your network that might like it as well. Follow the show and rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. As you know, I love to hear from you. If you have a thought or a question regarding today's episode, go to the New Movement website. That's www.thenewmvt.com and use the contact form to leave us a comment. Thank you for being part of the change. I'll see you next time.